In the fast-paced world of business, it's easy to feel overwhelmed and unsure about how to effectively promote your brand. Whether you're a seasoned marketer looking to refresh your approach or a budding entrepreneur looking for guidance, this is the podcast for you. It's time to stop sounding like everyone else and rebel up your marketing. So without further ado, let the rebellion begin. Welcome back to the Rebel Girl's Guide to Marketing podcast. I am your host, Lisa Rabel, the founder, speaker, author, and chief storyteller at Rebel Girl Marketing. This week, we are continuing the discussion of chapter seven of the book. This chapter is entitled Selling. It's easier than you think. So what are we talking about this week? We're talking about two different things. We're going to go back and visit no like trust. No, K-N-O-W. Today, we continue the discussion of Chapter 7 of the book, The Rebel Girl's Guide to Marketing, Stop Committing Random Acts of Marketing. This chapter is entitled Selling. It's easier than you think. So what we're going to do today, we're going to go back to no like, trust. No, K-N-O-W. And if you're a fan of the podcast, you know how often I discuss no like trust as it relates to sales and marketing. If you're new to the podcast, let me explain. No, people have to know that you exist. Like, people have to like what you have to say. And then trust, they have to trust you enough to buy from you. So no like trust is a vital foundational part of your sales and marketing process. So what are we talking about today? The difference between sales and marketing. People usually get this confused. Now, if it's a rebel mindset, this is how I explain it. Marketing is storytelling. And sales is simply telling that story to others. I mean, we don't need to complicate things, people. It's all about one process. It's one team. Sales and marketing, not sales or marketing. So let me give you some foundational things that marketing people do. So what they do is they create brand awareness. They produce content that attracts leads, generate engagement with the right prospects, strengthen internal communication, and then measure results of campaigns. Now, this is all from the book, page 114. What does sales do? Marketing comes first, and then comes sales. So as it goes with know, like, and trust, I say marketing is the know and the like, and sales takes you from like to trust. So now that we are in the know and like phase of marketing, where does sales pick up? Sales develops the relationship with the prospects. They also have a wide knowledge of the company's offerings, including products sold and customer service. They have the ability to confidently differentiate the company's strengths from the competition. They offer solutions to fit the prospect's needs. And they propose win-win solutions for both parties. So what does marketing draws the people in and sales closes the deal. But they have to work together in this no-like trust process of sales and marketing. Now, people always talk about the sales funnel as well. And people get confused on this. Now, it's not too difficult. It's basically a funnel is very wide at the top and very narrow at the bottom. 
And a sales funnel is simply taking the top of the funnel, which is basically the universe, everybody that's out in the universe, and then qualifying them through the funnel. So first there's awareness, the top of the funnel. So we build awareness through marketing. Through marketing, we also build interest. Oh, I have that problem. Seems like you can solve that problem. Let me learn more. Then they consider it. Once it hits consideration, that's kind of where sales takes over. Once they're considering buying from you, then sales takes it to int intent and then evaluation, and then they close the sale. Now, that's what happens in most B2B sales. The B2C sales, business to consumers, it's a shorter funnel. Basically, it's awareness, interest, desire, buy. So marketing still needs to get people into that first part of the funnel, which is awareness. That's what marketing is. All you're trying to get people to do is to be aware that you exist. They need to know about you. Now, here's where it gets a little tricky. In the know-like-trust combination, they have to like what you have to say. And that's where you become a strategy. That's where it becomes the part where you have to know what to say. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to pick up a piece of sales material that you have in front of you, or go to your website, or go to any post that you have on your business page. And I want you to look at it, not as the business owner or the marketing person or salesperson or whoever is listening to this episode, but I want you to look at it from your prospects and your client's perspective. Is it all about you or is it about them? If it's all about you, figure out how to change it. Because talking about you and the fact that it's like, aren't I wonderful? You should buy from me, blah, blah, blah. Nobody wants to hear that. What they want to know is, can you solve their problems? And that's where they become the like part of it. And then the last part is about trust. Do they think you can solve their problems? And is it a win-win situation both for both you and for the prospect who's buying your product? Hmm, that's a good question. If you take a look at your marketing material, if you take a look at your website, is it about you or is it about them, your customer? Think about it. Here's what I'm going to do. I am going to read you a story. It's on page 116 of the book. It's about a dear friend of mine. It's this particular section of the book is called Selling 101. Here it goes. Selling is intimidating if you let it be. Stop thinking of prospect or sales calls as selling instead of thinking of it as informing. HubSpot's definition of selling is technically accurate, yet it misses one very important part of selling, passion. Passion for selling what you do is a crucial part of sales. Now, here's a sidebar. HubSpot's definition of selling. Selling is any transaction in which money is exchanged for goods or services. During a sales negotiation, the seller attempts to convince or sell the buyer on the benefits of the offering. If the buyer wishes to strike a deal, they will give the seller an agreed-upon amount of money in exchange for the seller's product or service. Simply put, selling is the act of persuading. Now, did you hear the word passion anywhere in there? I didn't. Let's go back to the story. Let me tell you about my friend Jeannie. 
I have known her since the sixth grade, and she has been selling since the day I met her. She is one friend whom I would call the instigator of all of my friends. She comes up with the, all the ideas of what to do next. She has a degree in human resource management, was what she did for many years, and she was good at it. She was awesome at recruiting, creating organizational engagement, process improvement, and so on. She was never taught the ABCs of selling or had any sales training. What she did was talk with passion about the things she believed in and provided evidence of how these internal initiatives would improve retention and productivity amongst the team members. Today, Jeannie owns the cutest shop in West Bend, Wisconsin called Savoring Time. I have watched her time and time again help her customers find something they would love for themselves or get as a gift for others. If Jeannie does not have what the customer needs, she will order it for them or send them to another shop where she knows they can find exactly what they're looking for. Now that's customer service. In both situations, whether she was working as an HR exec or selling items in her store, Jeannie simply sold by using active listening to find the need, create a solution to fill that need, and tell her story with passion and conviction. You can do the same, I promise. Here's one way to practice. Set up a meeting with a friend or simply talk about what you do and why you do it. Within that conversation, you will find words, phrases, and success stories that you can use in your selling situation. Just talk with the same passion and conviction as you did with your friend. So what's interesting about this is that I use that technique. When I meet a customer or when we start doing a strategy session, what I do is I say, just talk about your business and why you started it. And I just write down all of the things that they say that are marketing related. They're literally doing marketing. They don't even know it. All they're doing is talking about the passion that they have for their business or the people that they're helping. And that's what you need to do. So best yet, if you do this with a friend, why don't you record it? And then listen back to what you're saying. Trust me, you're going to find great marketing nuggets. Speaking of great marketing, let's hear from our sponsor. If you want to get started with podcasting today, but you don't know where to start, I've got just the thing for you, Spotify. Spotify for Podcasters is a free app on iOS and Android. This app is specifically designed to help you get started with simplicity. It will also distribute your show to other platforms like Apple Podcasts and, well, Spotify. So to get started today, check out the link in the description. Spotify, a better way to podcast. Now back to today's episode. Welcome back. As we conclude this episode, I want to talk to you about something that drives me insane when I'm doing sales training for people. People think it's about the money. They think it's about closing the sale and getting the revenue, getting the money. And quite honestly, if you still think sales is all only about the money, I'm surprised you're still listening to my, my podcast. Because in none of my episodes do I talk about the fact that money is the most important thing. The most important thing when it comes to doing your sales and marketing is making sure that the customer experience is excellent and obviously make a little money on it. Here's the thing. The better your customer service, 
the more your customers will stick around and the more money you'll make. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't make a profit on your, on your goods and services. That's not what I'm saying at all. All I'm saying is if all you do is focus on the money, you're not going to close the sale. In today's episode, we talked a lot about know, like, and trust. Again, I get it. But hopefully by now you understand how important understanding that concept is when it comes to creating great marketing and sales efforts. So write it down. Know, like, trust. How are you letting people know that you exist? Are you saying the things that are going to get your prospects to like what you have to say? And then what are you doing to convert that like to trust, which is the sale? Think about it. Next week, we're going to be talking a couple more stories about lessons learned in my sales career that didn't go so well, but the lessons that I learned from them. So until next week, have a great week. Cheers.